I'm Michelle White, bringing you seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioral and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. Today we're talking about you being the creator of the environment for your gut. Now it doesn't happen so much these days, but occasionally in the past, clients would arrive in the clinic upset saying that their specialist or even family members had suggested to them that their gut symptoms are all in the mind. Now, it's more about the attitude in which that's said rather than the content, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But it can sound like an insensitive remark, and without any support on offer to resolve it, it feels invalidating and upsetting. But when gut symptoms arise with no organic cause, then we have to look at some other options. Now, food is a common next choice by default, but it's not always the best one. And what's becoming more and more prevalent and accepted is that stress and anxiety are big contributors to gut symptoms. So let's break this down a little bit. The root of stress and anxiety are thoughts. We feel those thoughts in our body because the body plays out what happens in the mind. Emotions are the body's representation of a thought. There's a direct link between our thoughts and our body. And when we talk about the brain-gut axis or the mind-gut connection, we're relating this to the impact the brain and the mind has on our gut. And some of those processes are conscious and a lot of them are unconscious. And let's get something straight. No one is deliberately or purposefully giving themselves gut symptoms. If your symptoms are stemming from stress or anxiety or worry, What you might not know yet is that those behaviors you put in place to manage symptoms like hypervigilance and worry and planning and avoiding situations, they all feel protective and that's why you do them. But the thing is, those behaviors are a form of anxiety which creates tension in the body and only serves to exacerbate your symptoms and that's the very thing you don't want. Now, it's important to acknowledge that you're doing the best you can to manage with the skills and the strategies that you already have, and you can be proud of that. And let me offer you some relief in knowing that there's a whole bunch of other strategies you can use that will actually reduce your anxiety and therefore reduce and eliminate your symptoms. But going back to the all-in-your-mind concept, If the specialist or your loved one had said to you that your symptoms could be stemming from your brain, not your mind, you'd probably be more open to exploring it because you wouldn't feel the weight of responsibility. You see, we have this concept that the brain function is autonomic and we have no control over it. So therefore, it's not my fault. Yet the mind processes are based on how we consciously think that we're in control of them and fully responsible. So we don't like the suggestion that it's all in our mind. Now, when the gut is affected by stress and anxiety and worry, those are all mind processes. So yes, the mind is the cause. But what's really exciting about this 
is that you have absolute control over your mind and therefore you're in a really powerful position to intervene. There's a solution and it's right within you. It's here. There's something that you can do. But just give yourself a little bit of a break. There's nothing faulty with your mind. It's a thinker. That's what it does. It's just that the content and frequency of that content that's determining your environment and that's not going so well. Now, if you can really get this concept, it'll change your life. Your gut is dependent on the environment you create for it. Your gut is dependent on the environment you create for it. And the environment includes a whole host of components, food, air, pollution, genes, bacteria, and of course, what we're talking about today, which is stress and the processes of your mind. These are all elements you have a certain amount of control over. You can choose what you eat and where you live and whether you maintain a healthy lifestyle and therefore prevent expression of disease genes. And then what we're talking about today is that you can choose how you think. And what you can't stop, though, is the fact that your mind speaks directly to your gut via the vagus nerve. So imagine a bi-directional superhighway that links the two together with traffic moving up and down both sides. If that highway is polluted with anxiety and stress and worry, then it's no wonder that one or even both ends are struggling. So when you point your finger at your digestive system and say things like, I'm so sick of you, why can't you just do what you're meant to, not this again? It hears those comments, just like your partner would if you said it to them. Now, if you said those things to your loved one over and over, how healthy do you think that relationship would be? Your gut is not against you. It's not here to make life hard from you. It doesn't have a cognitive capacity like you do. So it's not plotting against you. It knows how to function and it's doing the best it can under the circumstances that you provide it. It's depending on you. So stop hurling abuse and blame at it. Don't get caught up in how this started or who was to blame. Let's just begin now with realizing that you are the one responsible for its environment. So what kind of environment are you going to create for it? I was asked this question in a yoga class. The teacher said, what environment are you creating for yourself on the mat? Because that mat is a sacred space. When you step onto the mat, you can either step into comparison and judgment and criticism Or you can create a space of acceptance of your own body and contentment in your mind. Think of yourself as the mat and your digestive system laid out on it. What kind of environment are you creating for your gut? If you want to feel better, you have to create a better environment for it. You have to speak to it better and treat it better. There's a book called The Mind-Gut Connection by Emron Meyer, and he says, the time has come to empower ourselves to become the engineers of our own internal ecosystem and our bodies and our minds. 
gentleness and compassion go a long way towards healing. So I invite you to try this with me for a moment. I'll speak the words, but you can imagine you're saying them towards your own digestive system. And if you close your eyes and direct your full awareness towards your digestive system, you'll find it a lot more powerful. So here we go. I can feel you. I'm right here with you. I'm so sorry you've been experiencing these symptoms and I've been so worried about them and inadvertently causing more stress. I didn't realize up until now that you are dependent on me for your environment. And the great thing is, now that I know that, I can improve our situation. I'm sorry I've resisted you for so long and tried so hard to push you away and ignore you. You're not separate from me. You're a part of me and we're here together. We're all we have. So I'll make it my intention from now on to be kind and gentle with you, to ensure you have a space where you can function at your best without unnecessary interference. Thank you for working so hard to keep going. I really appreciate that no matter what happens, you're always there to digest what I give you with the capacity you have in that moment. Just notice how different that feels to resistance and blame. There's a softening. Your gut heard that message directly from your mind. And whether you felt resistance or a softening, both of those are how the mind-gut connection works. That communication is happening whether those messages are harmful or healing. The choice is now up to you. I'm Michelle White. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the podcast. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook and engage there through posts, comments and questions. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or via Skype. There's also the Happy Inside iPhone app, a component of the full program in case you don't have access. If you already own the app, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store to help others in their purchase. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. Happiness starts on the inside, so join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.